Thank hey. you for. <laughs> I'm the one who's supposed to talk first. <laughs> Damn your eyes. It's not in my contract. Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. Hey. This week, we'll be discussing the horror question mark classic. Shadow of the Vampire, starring John Malkovich, Willem Dafoe. Carrie Elways pops up about halfway through. I was shocked to see. Yeah. Um, uh, Udo Kier, is that his name? Oh, we're going to talk a lot about Udo Kier, because that's really uh, one of the best parts of the whole movie. Good old Udo. Um, <laughs> go ahead and go to our page on Facebook, the podcast that wouldn't die, and like, share, subscribe. Let the good times roll. Go to our page on Twitter at TPodcast, TWDie. Uh, you can go on to Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Like, subscribe, share, tell a friend. Tell Did you anime. say iTunes? I, that's Google uh, or uh, that's Apple Podcasts. Oh. Yeah. iTunes doesn't do it anymore. If you want to download a ringtone, use iTunes. If you want to listen to a podcast, it is Apple Podcasts. And give us a five-star rating. So far, it's still just me. Still, I haven't even done it. I'm waiting <laughs> to see. I'm withholding judgment. We will see. <laughs> judge away. Judge away. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, I had actually seen this movie, I don't know, 20 years ago. I, was, I had uh, no idea that it was so old. Because I saw it at the theater, too. I saw I was in New Orleans waiting for my flight back to California, and we were, I had a couple hours to kill. Popped into Shadow of the Vampire. Because God knows, freeze right there, friend. Freeze. When you have you're in New Orleans and you're so bored, you got nothing else to do. So I go. You go to the movies. Did you well, eat McDonald's while you were there too? I mean, I did. I did. Um, <laughs> I was. I no car. So I'm just, there happens to be a movie theater at the airport. So we, that's what we did. I'm not uh, hitchhiking into the bayou or something. I was like, did you walk to the airport? I didn't know it was so centrally located to Bourbon Street. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I had to, I had to get a ride there. And then once you're there, you're just kind of there. It's like, what are you going to do? I guess I could have read a book or something. All right. You just, all right. I guess so. Why were you at the airport so early? I think we were just trying to catch like a last minute flight. Okay. Like, I don't know. This is a long, this is 20 years ago. I'm doing my best here. For All right. Sake. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, back, but, to... <laughs> back to. Exactly. Um, I'll tell you what. I was way back then and to a lesser extent now, I, I, I was interested in the premise behind it. I was vaguely familiar with um no Sparatu back then but i which i've seen i actually saw the uh the actual film earlier this year coincidentally and the premise I behind it is kind of interesting it. you've never seen uh, the original no Sparatu? so you have not seen the original no Sparatu, is that correct i have not i saw the klaus kinsey remake and found it to be very slow i saw that in uh, college well, it's like, as you know, if you didn't know any better, you quickly realize they just ripped off Dracula. You know? Right. It's like, it's basically a beat by beat 
Dracula ripoff. And then in this movie, they kind of go behind the scenes and they say, well, we tried to buy the rights from the estate of Bram Stoker and they got they gave us the finger. So we just made up our own Count Orlock. Count Orlock. Count Orlock. Um, but he, the uh, the uh, the way that Count Orlock looked became very kind of um, it inspired many vampires to come with the long, crazy fingernails. He kind of looked like uh, what uh, Kurt Barlow did in the Salem's Lot uh, TV. It movie. is true. So. All sorts of good stuff. Um, very quickly, basically, the premise behind this, this is the 1920s in Berlin, in Germany. and uh, Full of decadence and good times. But, you know, back then, uh, very Berlin could have very easily become the center of uh, filmmaking. If it wasn't if for it, those If it wasn't Nazis. for unfortunate things, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a big deal. I mean, you know, they were doing their thing. So F.W. Murnau, who was a big-time director back then, uh, decided to make his own version of Dracula. And the premise of this movie is that in, what was it, Czechoslovakia, he Some of those Slovak places. Eastern Europe, we'll say. Deep in Eastern Europe, he uh, has an actor named Max Schreck ready to step in and play the titular role. Now, as we discover, spoiler alert, Max Shrek does not exist. He actually just found an old crazy vampire. Exactly. In haunted castle uh, to, to play the role, evidently. And all he had to offer him, he, he kind of told him a story about how, uh, hey, I can, you're already immortal, but I can make you really immortal by putting you in movies, which will last forever. No, no more eating rats in, in your dirty, stinking, uh, dilapidated uh, castle. Right. So we'll, we'll give you that. And for good measure, I'll throw you. You can you can drink the blood of the uh, the leading lady, Greta. I'm only going to say Greta. She had a crazy German name. I don't remember what it was. Greta something or other. Yeah. Uh, Greta von Doofenshmirtz. As far as <laughs> Dusseldorf, uh, exactly. it, it's something. Uh, and I kept as I watched this movie, and people are starting to bite the dust because the uh, the angry vampire guy just has to suck people's blood from time to time, including the original cinematographer. Apparently, when you're an old vampire, you're also a dick. Ba- pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> and I kept thinking to myself, it w- wouldn't have been easier just to hire an actor. Really? He was inspired, Kevin. He was inspired. It's art. Good times. <laughs> it's like around the, the, the fifth murder, I mean, at some point, it's like surely there's just an actor you could hire, right? Throw a little Exactly. At this me. point, we, we've already shot most of you when things really started turning tits up. You know, why not we just say later and we're all out of here? Pretty much. I mean, they could, they were already filming half the movie on a soundstage in Berlin. Right. That uproot the entire production to the furthest reaches of Eastern Europe just to accommodate a crazy old vampire who was again killed the first cinematographer and insisted on eating the uh, the leading lady by the end. One so I think I think we can before. agree that that basic premise makes no sense. No. Well, it's it basically comes back to there was like a legend because the movie was so long ago 
uh, back, like I said, back in the early uh, 20s, um, that Max Shrek was, in fact, a vampire because his performance was so haunting and blah, blah, blah. Little, and, I, and was it? Uh, I mean, that's the request. It's a silent movie. It's a silent movie, so it's a little slow going. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it, I guess. Momi realized it's a silent movie for the third time. Uh, it, it's it's not bad. Are you but saying your attention deficit was an overdrive? Pretty. I was on my phone half the time. I'm not gonna lie. I was playing Candy Crush. Um, but what what's funny is because they obviously they didn't have IMDb back then, or they would have seen, hey, he acted in a bunch of other things where he wasn't a vampire. So good times. But that's, so you're that's, saying definitively that you believe the Max Shrek existed and was in fact an actor look i can't vouch i wasn't there <laughs> i can't definitively say anything and but, it was uh, berlin of the 20s so there was a lot of lines being crossed there, there definitely were i mean if you've seen cabaret you know exactly what was going on back in the day welcome and bienvenue welcome those crazy germans that's, that's from cabaret in case you didn't know that one thing I have to go back. I was reading uh, the credits at the beginning of the movie, and one name popped up as a producer. May I guess what Please that do. name? I, that is the one note I wrote down. Produced by Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. We should have known what we were walking in on. <laughs> exactly. Rises from the grave. Yeah, I kept expecting him to pop out somewhere. But like, hey, man. It's Nick Cage hey. here. <laughs> it might have been hey, I'm in Germany, man. Hey, anyway. man. Oh, yeah. That and Malkovich's fantastic German accent. <laughs> and Carrie Elway's. Is he British? Is he German? Well, we don't I'll, know. I'll tell you what. At least Carrie Elway's tried to give you a, a crazy stereotypical German accent where he's clicking his heels constantly. He Honestly, I thought you. he was like a a, a British uh, airman when he first landed, and then he all was. of a sudden he slipped into a German accent. I was like, "What's happening?" It's a good thing he would fly himself out to Czechoslovakia. <laughs> good times, yeah. Like he was basically the Red Baron. But you're right, Malkovich basically had, I think, for like two seconds in the first scene, you're like, "Oh, he is going to do it." Oh no, there it went. No accent. Sadly, uh, yeah. Period pieces. I mean. Malkovich is Malkovich is Malkovich. Yes. Costner is Costner is Costner. Love it or leave it. Because they're not slipping into some other character. I just, he's obviously they're not Kevin Klein or Meryl Streep or somebody, but throw me a bone. You could do a little bit of a German accent, right? I mean, like, Sprecken exactly. Sie Deutsch. Something Spre in there. Yeah, except it would be Sprecken Sie Deutsch with the classic Malkovich voice. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely had to deal with that uh his, his crazy accent or uh or, or lack thereof but halfway no, through there. the movie the two uh producers are sitting there udo kier uh who is german and yes. therefore does a good german accent right next to malkovich's <laughs> yeah. crazy accent um there the two producers are sitting there chit-chatting and crazy vampire joe Max oh, sits down oh, next to them. I, I know exactly what you're you know that scene? About. And it's just like, oh my God. He is, he's convinced them, not by do, just by existing, that he's some kind of method actor. 
that he's oh, Daniel yeah. Day Lewis, who has to remain in character a hundred percent of the time. And they're like, he invented oh, the method. Uh, Strasburg thought they invented the method, but it was uh, what's his name? <laughs> Max Shrek or Max Shrek? Yeah, inside were, the actor's studio with Max Shrek, with, with James Lipton, basically. Right? <laughs> he, it was. <laughs> but he was like, he literally snatches a bat out of the air and proceeds to eat it in front of them. And they, they don't even bat an eye. They're like, he's amazing. What a he's performance. Amazing. He really commits. It's like, okay, good times. And then. And then it, the most disturbing part. Go for it. Is that he reaches across, grabs their big bottle of schnapps, takes a big slug off of it. With just this bat blood, uh, right. the bat must have been like a tick because it literally just popped about it a exploded. gallon of blood all over yep. the place. And all I kept thinking of is now this this uh, schnapps is full of uh, backwash. I also I, was, I was wondering what flavor schnapps it was, too. Yeah. And so Udo Kier takes it back. He just kind of looks at it, gives it a little life, and takes another swig. I was like, oh, sweet <laughs> Jesus. Exactly. We all get the rabies now. Oh. No, I was thinking about that as well. It's not very sanitary. <laughs> Give them a napkin or something. Exactly. Schnapp. Maybe they didn't understand about germs or just being disgusting in the 1920s. <laughs> Anything goes. Anything, well, <laughs> keeping in mind, this was, this was Czechoslovakia where we just played. That's right. Have so, at it. That's where they filmed Hostel. So there you go. Right, exactly. And then you got uh, Eddie Izzard playing the the leading man and all the silence. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's an all star cast, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, oh it was, my god, all of this crazy mugging at the camp because, <laughs> again, I guess you know it was a silent film, so you had to really emote with your face because you couldn't really speak. But right. A lot of, <laughs> I no love that the producer, the director is just shouting at you what to do, what to feel. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, there's a scene later in the movie where uh, F.W. Murnau, Malkovich, is like is passed out in his room in like a morphine stupor. Oh, yeah. And Everyone's a junkie also in the, in, all, in the 1920s. They're all big junkies. So they, uh, Carrie Elways and Udo Kier, go into the room to try to coax him out. It's like, hey, we gotta, we've got to film this last scene, mein Herr. Mein Herr. My, um, my doctor. And that's when he reveals, hey guys, sorry, uh, Max Shrek, not a method actor. He's actually an ancient vampire. And nobody blinks. Nobody's nobody shocked. blinks. Nobody's horrified. They, they tuck him in, yeah. give him some more laudlum or whatever they were drinking all in Deadwood too. So Laudanum. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not even like, hey, man, he really hit that laudlum hard. No, nothing. No confusion, no like disbelief. They just kind of like, yeah. okay, got well, it. We understand. Good. Got it. Thanks for letting us know. Good times. Oh, and Peace so. Peace, uh, hair. <laughs> exactly. So it's, and then it's like, so, okay, so we're trapped on this island with a, uh, with a blood sucking vampire. I guess we just got to finish filming this, huh? That's right. We got to commit. We really. And, oh, and the director, let me just say, tells them that he has promised. The vampire, the leading woman. And they just go along yeah. with it. They're like, They're okay, cool we're filming the next day. Hey, baby, just relax. Allow us to forcibly inject you with heroin or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's all good. It's for the art. 
So she's also a, a morphine addict. And the next day she's getting ready for her big scene. And allegedly she looks over in the mirror and notices that the vampire dude does not have a reflection. Although if you watch closely, right after that, you constantly are seeing his reflection. <laughs> Good eye, brother bear. It, it happens. You see his shadow on the, yeah, you, you, see, you see some reflection. So she's going into hysterics. The three guys, Udo, Carrie, and Malkatron, step right in and like basically forcibly administer some morphine to get her to calm down. And she's essentially in a stupor at that point. Again, yeah, that was was very Weinstein of them. Very Weinstein. Yeah, it it was. It was. This was this was no Me Too movement in 1920 Berlin. There's there's usually a good German walking around and goes. No, mein Herren, can't do it. Not this scene. They're like, okay, we're all on board. Sounds good. They're like, let's just get off this damn island. (laughs) Give the vampire what it wants. Exactly. So, (laughs) I mean, if there's there's no way off the island, what are they going to do when they're done filming anyway? What's their their plan? I mean, they're trapped, uh, allegedly. Although, um, and I guess what's the motivation for the vampire to not butcher them all once he gets what he wants? Right. Oh, this is a good question. These are important <laughs> questions. Um, any other, any other uh, reflections or thoughts or feelings about this? Basically, we find out that Malkavai thinks that he's going to double trick uh, the count. Count figures it out sabotages the double trick-a-doodle and yep. he still gets killed at the end the light hits him there's a glorious death scene that uh i mean it was basically that was part of the deal he wanted to get um the the scene where uh count orlock sucks the girl's blood and then a curtain's supposed to be thrown and then he wanted to film count orlock turning to dust or whatever it is. Yeah, she's supposed to seduce the vampire and keep him there until the sun comes up and right. with the idea that then that, that'll roast him. But previously, the vampire had said, uh, you can't kill me. I don't even know how to kill me. But right, apparently he did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, how will you kill me if I do not know how to kill myself? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to say, Willem Dafoe, not bad. Not, not bad. bad. I bet that was a fun role to play. Yeah, I'm I sure. bet the the makeup sucked though, but I bet that was fun. Just all you had to do is wander around and be creepy. Right. We well, had those long, crazy fingernails. Are all oh yeah, and... he's clicking them together. Yeah. Oh, they're all chipped and brown and and yucky. Now I mean, go, go ahead. For I was going to say, I remember, I was the one who recommended this, and I remember yep. liking this a lot more, apparently, 18 years ago. Apparently, tastes have changed. Well, it's kind of your, your typical kind of, it's almost a Stephen King kind of thing, where the premise is dynamite, and the right. starts strong, and then it's just like, now what? How do I? I think Malkovich was high on the wave of being John Malkovich. Yep. Everybody loved Malkovich. He... he you know, everything he touched was gold. He's got a bunch of his wacky friends together. Let's make this film, blah, 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 blah. And we were all in on the, you know, yeah. the tongue-in-cheek stuff. But now, 20 years later, I don't think it holds up. That's now, my two cents. It, well, again, <clears throat> it's a good premise. 
the idea is good, but very quickly you kind of realize we don't know where to go. We don't know how to end this in a satisfactory fashion that doesn't seem totally bizarre. Um, because it's like we said, at the end of the day, there's really nothing that the vampire guy brings to the table. That I mean, it's not like they've, they've you know, filmed him becoming a bat or anything. You know what I mean? Right. He's just, he was I mean, just creepy. Point, right. It's, but literally, the, the makeup girl tries to put makeup on him. And John Malkovich is like, no, you get no makeup. He's like, Schweinhund, Schweinhund, Schweinhund. Schwein. He says, but I would like some makeup. Mine hair. Now everybody's mine hair as far as I'm concerned. Um, and he said, no, you'll get no. It's like, okay. I mean, maybe the budget was tight. It's like, we just can't afford. Can't afford to have makeup. It's very upsetting. So Yeah, I think the problem is they tip their hat to he's a real vampire right at the beginning. There should be a little bit of mystery. I know they wanted to make it kind of like a little comedic and strange, but I think there should have been a, a little bit more drawn out where we're like, are we sure? Are we not sure? But it right. was bang. He's a real vampire. Well, yeah, it was like literally their first night there. The first cinematographer of Wolf is like already getting his blood sucked. Day yeah. one. It's like, I think you get back on the boat at that point. You know, yeah. I don't think I don't think you have to finish filming here. We can go back to the sound stage. And um, Malkovich kept threatening him. Threatening him to do what? What's he gonna do? Are you gonna right. fight him? How are you gonna fight him? That's what I was thinking. It's like you're okay. gonna get you're gonna get like pestilence from his just cracked old fingernails. Now, the plague lives under in his cuticles. I don't know. <laughs> clearly, clearly, is this even a horror movie? That's my question. Is this a horror movie or is this, it's like a drama, frankly. I wouldn't say it's, uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's up there with like the Brothers Grimm or whatever, where it's a uh, horror so piece of crap. Is that what you're <laughs> I, I think I said that earlier now. It's a hormody. <laughs> but without the scares Copyright. and without the Copyright. comedy. Copyright. Exactly. Interesting. It's a hormody. It's the worst a bit of the world. It's, it's, it's a boring horror comedy. How about that? It's a boremity. Also copyright. This is now the other ones had moments that you would say this is genuinely a creepy moment or generally a scary moment. I'm not sure this movie had any of those. No, but not. No. I don't think it was trying to. I don't think it was trying to. I think it was more kind of like this is kind of interesting is what they were going for rather than it's oh, an it's interesting terrifying. idea let's play it out oh it landed flat okay right now if they could have gotten nicholas cage to run around in there then they oh. were talking a whole different movie i'd be in at that point i want to see nick cage with his fake british german accent <laughs> why wasn't he cast in like uh, inglorious bastard why not <laughs> why not he should be um, cast in everything as far as i'm concerned now, I think we need a, a deep dive Udo Kier. Lay it on me. All right. So uh, he first, first, I want to say he lives in Palm Springs. No. Second, I first became aware of him in high school when I saw Andy Warhol's Frankenstein, also released as Flesh for Frankenstein. Because I went to a high school that just took us to random movies. So my high school took me to this rated X movie where Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein, Udo Kier, brings the monster to life based on, first the monster was chosen for his libido power. 
And the way they brought him to life was not hooking him up to uh, electrodes, but instead, Udo Kier through the sutures. Through the sutures. There's okay. also uh, an Andy Warhol's Dracula, which Udo Kier may be into, but I just made that up. So Udo, there's that. So I immediately recognized his face this time. I was like, I know this dude. But then I couldn't see Andy Warhol's Frankenstein. I, f- I found this flesh for Frankenstein. Italian, Italians, of course. They're the people who brought us, remember that horrific movie, Zombie. Of course. Let's blame, let's blame all the and which will not be on our list because I still have nightmares from that movie. Um, <laughs> Lucio Fulci. Udo, oh, Madonna. That was so disturbing. Yeah. Um, Udo Kier is also in the Dario Argento classic, Suspiria. Oh, is he really? Okay. And for all our listeners out there, I just want you to know that I requested Suspiria versus the new Suspiria, and Kevin has blacklisted it. I, I've not black. I, I just don't want to do an all Suspiria episode. If you can... <laughs> it's suspiria all the time and by the way our icon in the front is a suspiria reference because in the movie everything's shot with like a red or a blue filter you know because that that's how you did it back in the day it's a classy move it's It's a classy move udo kier in my recollection he's just always the kind of creepy german dude but creepy and kind of like (laughs) like is he a molestino kind of creepy he's got that edge He's got a little right. That that's all I know him from. But I mean, if you, he's been in a ton of stuff. He's been, I mean, he's oh no, he's dead. the hardest working man. He was born 1944 during the war. I was re- reading this thing. A bomb went off in the hospital when he was being born. They had to dig out his parents from the rubble. Lovely. Um, but he is working right to this minute. He's got stuff coming out this year. Hardest he's working def- man. Hardest, hardest working, working man in working show man. business. Hardest man in Dusseldorf, at least, <laughs> or, or in Palm Springs, or Palm Springs. Good lord! Uh, any last thoughts on this uh, immortal classic? Yeah, we're not exactly bebopping and scatting all through this. I, I literally have two notes Wait on me. Uh, produced by Nick Cage, and then five lines on Udo Kier. <laughs> Those are the only notes I took on this. So, nah, check no. it out if you're a hardcore. Uh, Malkovich, Udo Kier fan. I mean, I think if you've seen the original Nosferatu, it might have some kind of oh, that's kind of interesting. Um, I, we, you and I both, in order to see it, we had to what was it? Take the free trial of the of Tribeca, Tribeca. Oh, channel. Amazon is such a scam. First of all, one, there are no movie you actually want to watch with your Amazon Prime. Two. Half the movies you're willing to pay for, they scam you by forcing you to sign up for one of their additional subscription services. So you can't actually just give them money. They want a subscription for your lifetime. So I immediately subscribed and unsubscribed in 30 seconds. That was me as well. I subscribed long enough to watch this this, uh, show, and then I I, I parachuted out of there. (laughs) I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing. Good times had by all. Moving right along. So uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, don't forget to go to Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die and like it and share it. 
uh, go to our page on Twitter at T Podcast T W Die. I have to have a crazy name because my the initials T P T W D were already taken. So that's why. And the podcast that wouldn't die is too long for Twitter, evidently. So they're racist against us. I hate and them. don't forget to go on uh, Spotify or uh, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. So I have to stop telling review. people to go to iTunes. I need I to mean, stop that. If you say iTunes, I think people will figure it out. But yeah, it doesn't exist. I mean, iTunes <laughs> exists, but it doesn't exist for podcasts. There you have but it. it's important that you rate it. Otherwise, no one will listen to us. And uh, send us messages on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Uh, give us some suggestions of movies uh, that you would like to see. We're kind of sticking with the horror sci-fi uh, uh, genre. I think we right. may be recording Alien when I go off to Area 51. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. We, we're pretty easy in terms of uh, the types of movies we choose. If there's something you're dying for us to do. Um, I think we're we're down with it for the most part. For the most part, Aaron. Not every, <laughs> not every across the pike. Oh, there you have it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Arriba there, cheap people. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> Willkommen, bienvenue.